Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. We're going to continue to take a look at the letter to the Hebrews, which we started on yesterday, just the first chapter, and it's focus on the glory and majesty of Jesus and the exhortation of the writer of Hebrews that reminds us and warns us to be careful not to take our eyes off or to forget what God has done in his son, who he has now spoken to us through. He's spoken to us through his son, the message, the fullness of everything we need to know for the, to lay hold of the fundamental meaning of our lives and God's purpose and plan for us. The letter begins with an exaltation and a, a realization and a recognition of God speaking to us through his son and the beauty and the majesty of it and what it, what it means for us. But then he goes on to say at the beginning of chapter two, but we must pay close attention to what the father has actually said to us in the son. That first chapter begins with, in many and various ways, God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son. You know, the apostles were so acutely aware of that we're living in the last hour of human history, the last days. These are the days that begin the final chapter of human history, which begins when not only the son takes on human flesh, but primarily when he ascends home to the father and takes his place as the rightful king reigning over all creation, victorious and have subdued all the enemies of God. He's destroyed the principalities and powers and their ultimate hold on the human race. And they cannot stand in any definitive way against the victory and ultimate exaltation of Jesus as Lord and the kingdom of God being established. And so what we're seeing here is that God has spoken to us in his son. The writer of Hebrews reminds us, he says, he's spoken to us in these last days and spoken to us by his son and through his son. Think about it. Instead of just a word that comes from a prophet, God revealed his own image to us. He revealed his own nature to us. He came to communicate to us heart to heart. He came to save us from the orphaned position we're in, drifting in a way, not knowing where we've come from, where we're going all the wars, friends in the world that we're hearing about, all the battles, all the confusion, all the disorder in human nature itself, all the discontent, the lostness of where the human race is at, friends, that gets repeated over and over and over again in history because the human heart is trying to find its way on its own strength. And God in his mercy gave us the way. He gave us the truth in his son. He spoke the truth to us through his son. And he came to give us life, the life that was in his son and remains in it. And the glorious life of Jesus that he's united human flesh to the eternal divine life of God, which will never die. It's it's a life. It's hard to put words on the beauty and the, the greatness and the glory of what's happened to the human race in Jesus becoming one of us. And winning the victory over the power of sin and death, giving to the Father what belongs to the Father and being raised to the Father's right hand and now existing in glory and humanity. The race of people that bear his image now in Jesus is reigning in glory and God's purpose is ultimately fulfilled for everyone who's far beyond our wildest imagining. 
and he's reflecting, he reflects to us the glory of God. So he goes through, the writer goes through the realization of who Jesus is. And then he begins the second chapter, as I ended yesterday, by saying, but we must pay close attention to what we have heard from the Son, basically, right? Pay close attention. This is critical for us. Because if we don't, the writer goes on to say, lest we drift away from it. Pay attention so we don't drift away. Stay focused. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand and see, to lift your eyes from the troubles of daily life and to begin to lay hold of the revelation of Jesus that he wants you to walk in. He wants you to be able to experience, to know the intimacy, to hear his voice in your heart, in the core in your spirit, in the core of your being. Lest we drift away. And he goes on, he says, For if the message declared by angels was valid and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Now, this is a warning. He said, even the messages that came from angels, people were held accountable to. And they were judged according to. And then the writer says, but how shall we escape if we neglect this great salvation? That came to us in the person of Christ. And he said, this message was not just declared to us by angels, but it was declared at first by the Lord himself. And it was attested to us by those who heard him. So the apostles proclaimed it, and those that were with the apostles in the early community. Verse 4, it said, While God himself bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his own will. And the whole Acts of the Apostles, we saw beginning the day of Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and God himself in the life of Jesus testified to the truth of what Jesus was communicating by doing works of power through the Son, Jesus raising people from the dead, giving sight to the blind, forgiving sins. People saw the miraculous. They saw the presence of the kingdom that was breaking forth in a person. It was a whole new reality. And Jesus was manifesting the kingdom. In the, uh, as the chapter continues, it says this, Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. Everything has been put in subjection to his son. For it is in verse 5, For it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you should be mindful of him? Or the son of man that you should care for him? It's right from the Psalms. You made him a little while lower than the angels, and you've crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Jesus is the Messiah. It's fulfillment of Psalm 2 and other Psalms. Everything is under his feet. All the nations belong to Jesus. Friends, all the resistance that's in the world to God and all the wars and rumors of wars and conflict and difficulty, it's all going to be brought to an end. Everything belongs to Christ, and at this point, nothing can be taken away from him that belongs to him. He's the king and he's the Lord. The only thing that's in question right now is the destiny of individual souls, of eternal sons and daughters of God, those who are made to be sons and daughters of God who bear the image of the Son. The question is, what's the destiny of each and every one of us? Will we become sons? Will we become daughters? Or will we be image bearers who have fallen 
and have been deceived and have drifted away and decided to bear a different image instead of walking in the footsteps and following Jesus. So the writer is reminding us that he's exalted. It says, now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. So Jesus is in absolute total control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. Not everything. We, we don't yet behold. Obviously, we see the rebellion, the opposition, the resistance to God. The battle is still going on on the face of the earth. But he said, but what we see is Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. There's so much in these verses. But we see Jesus. See, the assumption here of the writer is that we see the Son in God's Word, through the help of the Holy Spirit, the revelation, the authority of God's Word, and the Holy Spirit allows us to live in communion with the Lord. We see Him sacramentally. We lift Him up. We exalt Him. And we see, when we see Jesus, we see what? The Lamb of God who was slain is now crowned with glory and honor. Because why? Because he fulfilled the law. He loved the Father with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he loved you and me. He loved his neighbor as himself. He gave to God what belonged to God. He did justice to God. He made all things right. He made all things new, actually, because of his faithfulness, because of love that led him to the cross, that act of love by which he died, the instrument through which we have been saved, and that act of love, and he demonstrates that love literally is not only God's nature, but it's the most powerful thing in the universe, the love of God. It's stronger than death. He swallowed up death in victory, and he's exalted at the right hand of God. So one of the questions we say is, do we see Jesus? Going back to what begins here in the second chapter, where he says, therefore we must pay close attention to what we've heard, lest we drift away from it. Many people today are drifting away from the church. They're just drifting with the culture. It's getting more challenging now. The, the church doesn't look as together. It's not walking in the respect of the world that it once had. And the world is more openly resisting it and declaring independence from it and literally exalting itself over, in many ways, the life of the church as the virtuous, as the wise ones, as the, the, the road to freedom and true knowledge. The question is, the writer of Hebrews is reminding us, we too can see Jesus. And we see Jesus through the grace and power of the Holy Spirit. It's Every day we should pray, friends, asking the Lord, Holy Spirit, show me more. So reading and taking in the Word of God as we're praying, Lexio Divina, we're, we're thinking of some of these the realities that the writer of Hebrews is speaking about here. Holy Spirit, help me see and understand to live in the awareness of Jesus' exaltation and glory. Help me understand that everything is in his control 
And friends, confess it in our own lives. If all things are in his control, that means you are in his hands. To be able to say, Jesus, thank you. I acknowledge your glory, your exaltation. I acknowledge that all things belong to you. That includes me. And that you've made a way for me to share in what belongs to you as the eternal son of God. That you in your love for me has made me a child of God. Holy Spirit, help each and every one of us today live in that reality to be able to, in the core of our being, Father, to to see, to know, and to walk in the security that Jesus had, no matter what the circumstances in life were while he was here with us, while he walked as one of us, and he lived in relationship with you, Father, And his security, his identity, his confidence and courage, everything flowed from the knowledge of his union with you. And friends, this is the miracle of what already begins in this life. You and I being able to know in our soul by the help of the Holy Spirit, right to the core, goes right down the core, dealing with that orphan, you know, sense alienation human beings experience so deeply, guilt and shame and all the things that raise up walls and separate. And the Holy Spirit penetrates it. And the love of the Father for the Son and the love of the Son for the Father begins to take hold of us. Holy Spirit, fill our hearts so we can walk as children of God. Amen. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.